Celeste Dallas is almost home. If you are wanting to watch any more musicals, you should probably do so soon. Do you think I have about three hours? I believe so. Good. I can fit the sound of music in real quick. I'm not sure that sound of music and quick go well together. Okay, what is happening here? Where are we? Glix, give us a situation report. Currently, we are on the planet Geekery. Be warned, our impossibility drive may cause distortions oh. as we traverse this land. Impending impossibility engaging in three, oh two, oh one. Hello, devoted geeks, and welcome to Calm Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the show from devoted geeks who are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Celeste, and this is episode 76 of Calm Talk, and episode 10 of our quarantine series, and this is our final quarantine episode. We are so excited that things are starting to get back to normal. Dallas is not quite as busy at the church. I mean, he's always busy at the church, but it's not that excessive busy. And I am back at work. We are so excited that things are returning to normal. We are excited that it's happening just in time for season five of Geek Devotions. We cannot tell you or express how excited we are to be starting season five. We have been doing this almost four full years Ending out season four and starting season five is so exciting. I am so excited about what season five is going to bring. This is also the last episode in our summer sing-along series for the podcast. We're super, again, super excited. We're just super excited over here. We had our friend, The Dapper Man, come and do a guest spot on the movie, The Sound of Music. It is a quintessential musical. It's the one that everybody looks to as far as musical movies. And so we were glad to be able to get him in here to do that and to hear his thoughts on it. So if you'd like to check that out, that is going to be on our YouTube channel. So we're talking about The Sound of Music. Uh, Julie Andrews, old school musical, super high notes. Rodgers and Hammerstein, who are like the godfathers of musical, I feel like. So there's some historical, again, with the the last one with Greatest Showman had some historical backing to it. So we're going to start out with the historical side of things this week. In I did some research, and The Sound of Music is based on the Von Trapp family, family from Austria. They left Austria when the Germans came. They were a singing troupe, all of them as a family. Differences, there were differences in real life and in the movie. Interesting changes. So... Just a quick overview of that. The movie, you see Maria, who is training, studying, studying and training to become a nun, go to the Von Trapp house to be a governess for the children because their mother has passed. Dad can't take care of them by himself. And yeah, that's what's going on. So they, the difference there from the movie and in real life, in real life, all of that happened. Um, there were 10 children, not seven. Um, and she wasn't supposed to be a governess to all the children. She was supposed to be a tutor for one child who had gotten scarlet fever. In the movie, things moved pretty quickly, as quick as you can in a three-hour movie. They got married. They escaped the Germans by singing in a show and disappearing after their act and climbing up a mountain, singing Climb Every Mountain. In real life, they had been singing for 10 years. 
before the annex of Austria to Germany had ever happened. So there was some time for them to establish themselves. They left on a train and everybody knew where they were going in real life because they went, oh, we have a tour in America. And the Germans go, oh, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Have fun. Not expecting them to not come back. So it wasn't as harrowing as the movie portrays it, but then it wouldn't be a movie. So likes about this movie. And again, this is not a deep dive into the movie. This is just just me talking. Likes about the movie. I love Julie Andrews. I think she is a phenomenal actress. I think she is classy. I think she will forever be the queen of Genovia in my mind. Um, <laughs> she will forever be the queen who took Anne Hathaway and made her, took her from an awkward teenager to a princess and forever be Mary Poppins. So I really don't associate her with this movie as much, even though I have seen this movie a lot as a child. My best friend's dad really likes the wedding scene because he likes to look at the organ, the big, tall, floor-to-ceiling organ. But I like her. I liked the kids. I thought they did remarkably well for the time frame. Nowadays, we expect more from kids acting, but for the time frame, they were not bad actors. They weren't as forced as they could have been, as some things I have seen in movies from that era. I, I enjoy most of the music. There was a song I had forgotten, and I've realized now why, because generally when I've seen this movie, I was not focusing on it. It was just kind of in the background. And when I was like, yeah, that was the boring, mushy stuff. So, <laughs> it, but it was the scene when, when Captain Von Trapp and Maria confessed that they love each other. And it was really sweet. It was much much more romantic to me than the one that everyone thinks about, which is the 16-year-old talking to the 17-year-old who turns out to be a dirty, rotten Nazi. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so really, really thoroughly enjoyed the movie as a whole. I think Dapper Man brought some really good things. I have to admit, though, had I been Maria, I would have been offended by the song, What Do You Do With a Girl Like Maria?, like, because, like, these are not, some of them were being complimentary, but these were not complimentary things. And then they sang it at her wedding. It's like, this is not the time to be harping on this poor girl's faults. The fact that she's like a moonbeam that you can't catch in your hand. While that sounds very wistful, it's kind of insulting. Those are our quick likes. We're going to go to an ad real quick. Uh, not sure who the ad's going to be. I feel like we've done retro a lot. I feel like we haven't done victims and villains a lot. I feel like we haven't done Monster Island a lot, but I don't know who it's going to be. You'll find out right now. Can you hear me now, Jimmy? Excellent. I've been waiting a long time for this. What was that? Yes, Jimmy, I'll mention you. As you always remind me, I'm contractually obligated to do so. We good? All righty then. Let's get this promo started. <clears throat> Hello, kaiju lovers! I'm Nathan Marchand, a professional writer and raging nerd. You might remember me from the Kaiju Vision radio podcast. Well... During my sabbatical to the Monsterland Resort to catch some rays and drink a few blue Hawaiians, I was hired as the curator of the Monster Island Film Vault. So I figured I might as well use the opportunity to make a podcast while I'm at it. 
I'll critically and academically analyze films from the kaiju and tokusatsu genres, in keeping with my philosophy of film appreciation, and have fun along the way. Each episode will feature members of my rotating roster of guest hosts, chosen from Monster Island's tourists, including John LeMay, Daniel DeManna, Ben Avery, and Nick Hayden. We'll walk through kaiju film history, starting with the granddaddy of all kaiju himself, King Kong! Yes, we'll be chronologically examining the eighth wonder of the world's filmography, culminating with his epic rematch against the King of the Monsters in 2020's Godzilla vs. Kong! Episodes will drop the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month. The first episode each month will be a full-length film discussion with the tourists, where I share these amazing films with both newcomers to the genre and veteran fans. The second will be a mini-sode on a variety of topics, starting with audio essays on classic Toho tokusatsu films. So join me and my intrepid producer, Jimmy from NASA, who miraculously survived the infamous war in space, as we embark on a new giant monster film journey starting September 2019. Check out our website, MonsterIslandFilmVault.com, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other fine podcatchers. The Monster Island Film Vault, a podcast seeking entertainment and enlightenment through tokusatsu. How was that, Jimmy? What do you mean, it stinks? Okay, so no matter who that ad was from, because I haven't decided who to put in there yet, know that we support them, we love them, we love what they do, and they are definitely friends of us here at Geek Devotions. So, dislikes about the movie. I disliked the fact that it, it, you know what? I disliked some of the music. Some of the music was a little much, a little soprano-y. If that makes sense, it was that high, high octave, which you get with a Julie Andrews movie because back in the day, that was her forte, was singing those super high soprano notes. But it was just a bit much. Like at one point, she had an octave and I was like, ooh, that hurt my ears. Now, some of that may be that I've been around Dallas and Dallas Dallas does not care for super high soprano songs. Um, They hurt his ears, kind of give him a headache. And so it could just be that I've adjusted to that after almost 10 years of being together and 10, 10 years, to, almost 10 years together, almost five married. So my tastes could be changing because of that. Some of it was that it's just they were kind of silly, the songs, like they just didn't mesh with the overall story. Um, for the most part, they did. But every once in a while, there was a there was one that you're like, really? Another dislike was the one with this part of the storyline with Liesl and... I don't remember his name, the Nazi courier who she she had puppy eyes for, I guess. They liked each other because it was just very, very she was willing to be helpless. And the entire rest of the movie, except for the song with him, she was not willing to be helpless. She was a stronger, more independent woman, at least for that time frame. So the song, again, just felt out of place. The part where she was like, uh, I'll let you lead. I'm sitting here going, you just told off this other woman because you don't want a governess. But now you're willing to let this guy lead you around? Like, clearly he's not making great life choices. And because you're allowing him to do this, to be this for you, you are not making great life choices. Like, come on, pay attention to who you let in authority in your life. That is your Spiritual tidbit of the day, be careful who you put in authority in your life because they could be terrible and you don't realize it. Or they could just be bad for you. They may not be bad people, but they're just bad for you. 
So overall, I would say that we recommend this movie. It's a good movie. It's, again, one of the quintessential musicals out there. The music, for the most part, is fantastic. There's one or two songs where I'm just like, "Mm, maybe, maybe not so much. It's definitely not my favorite musical, but I feel like it's a must-watch if you like musicals. Ah, my favorite musical is Fiddler on a Roof, but we did not have time to do all of the musicals that I like, and we wanted to do The Greatest Showman, and I wanted to do The Court Jester, because that is also one of my favorites, even though I can't sing any of the music from it. So, but that wraps up our summer sing-along series. So we hope you've enjoyed this. We hope you've enjoyed the series. Let us know your thoughts. Don't forget that this is the last of our quarantine series podcast, which means Dallas will be back with the next podcast. It also means that the podcast will not be next week. We're not sure when it will come out, but we have talks with a couple guests, both of which Dallas is predominantly going to be talking with, so you'll You won't hear as much of my voice, but you've gotten my voice for the last 10 weeks. You can deal with Dallas's voice for a while. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. And until next time, stay devoted. Peace and love.